right into it let's just get right into it you're just gonna not even kiss me raw oh okay all right welcome let's do it i'm doing my best rachel scanlon impression today with my outfit i was going to say you look just like me thank you that is a shirt that i want desperately it is a crew neck yeah not a shirt long Uh, sleeve long sleeve crew neck sweater um it is guess it looks like pretty vintage i did get it at crossroads you fucking love it yeah how much was that at crossroads can i guess yeah 25 yeah fuck it was 25 and you know me so what i'm doing is i'm going shopping more and you're trying to look more like, more like, you. like me i'm trying to and i'm trying to look more like a piece Rachel of shit Maddow. on the ground <laughs> <laughs> um the other day we were at a, a show in brea and i you wore these pants it drove brea wild there were the a lot people, of people <laughs> the lesbians in brea stopped you mm-hmm. they screamed from their seats take off your pants yeah and not and because they, they wanted said, to fuck you they wanted burn them they wanted to wear your pants yeah people mm-hmm. loved your pants your pants were sick thank you i think i took a big swing with the pants yeah and i did a poll on instagram to be like hey is uh, this a burn them or keep them yeah it was 80 20 keep them okay <laughs> it was close though was, i did i saw a lot of people i knew personally say burn them yeah and that uh that, that hurts that did hurt my feelings those pants were sick thank you they were also so tight mm. that when okay let's just get into let's, it well, you know what let's get into it we did a show also let this be a fun little segue to please go get tickets to our show we dropped more cities and they're selling like hotcakes so click on the website Go find your city and come see us live. Every show is different and unique for that city. Mm-hmm. It is very fun. And then sometimes this happens. We did a show last week. Okay. We're at the improv. We have the p- live portion of the show where we sit on stools. We sit on stools and we for do- For a long time. Yeah, but we do ask So what we do is we ask people to DM us their ask mm-hmm. for the live show and we'll read them live and we will answer your questions. It's very fun. Also, it somebody is. was like, were you in the Music Man in Bloomington, Minnesota, in middle school. What a fun ask a dyke. Wow. It's very so specific. Very and I and you know I was. And you were, and you started singing Music Man. Of course. That was really a fun. We had fun. Um, so we're at the show. One of the questions was, are you wearing sock, just one, and panties? And I immediately thought, can they, they tell s- that I'm not wearing underwear? Because I was in the world's tightest pants Mm -hmm. and I couldn't wear underwear that night. There are certain pants Mm -hmm. that are so tight you can't put any extra fabric in there. No, no, no. You know when I'm running, did you know that when I'm running, I do no ponty? And that's insane because you're going to chafe. No, no, no. If when there's ponty, you chafe. Oh. No ponty, no chafe. Less fabric. I didn't know this. Yeah. And I'm so glad you asked. I wish somebody would have told me this. If you're a long distance runner, pop off the ponty. I love to hear that. Well, you saw my facial expression. At one point, we were in the green room and I crossed my legs. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) At one point, point, Mackenzie crossed her legs. There were people, our agents were there. Yeah. We had Mav. 
We was a room pretty, full of people. <laughs> you crossed your legs. Mackenzie shot me a look of sheer like terror, panic, <laughs> fear, and like help helplessness that I've never seen on you before. So I've never looked. I looked to you for comfort and help immediately. And, and it, it was pussy help. It was. So I crossed my legs and I didn't have any underwear on. And what happened was. Tell me what happened. You know, like the part of where this, the seam, right? The inseam. Yeah, I know the inseam. When I crossed my legs, it almost scissor clipped. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck I up. almost lost my clip that night. <laughs> Wait, I thought you were going to say your lay, but you no, mean the. That's it, why. That's why you saw that fear. sheer. <laughs> Sheer terror, because I thought, well, I'm never going to feel that again. I'm never going to feel again down there. <laughs> the, my pants were so tight. Mackenzie, I didn't realize that it was your clit until right now. Did you not see my eyes? I was like, what the fuck is going on with your pants? And I went, oh. And oh then I had to God. remain calm. Because Have you ever seen a dog, like, look at you and it like, needs you? It needs you. That's the look I gave you because I had cut. <laughs> I can't believe this. It was moments before we were going on stage. You were like, I maybe will never feel pleasure again. Yeah. It was that abrupt and painful. And then I was like, I need to start wearing underwear. Yeah. That's what that's for. And so when somebody right before we went on stage, this moment happened. And then somebody DM'd us being like, are you wearing panties? So I was on stage humiliated being like, they can see me. Right. And I I looked down and was like, am I exposed to the audience? <laughs> because this crowd to the stage. Tell me? The stage is high, so they're right at camel level. <laughs> the the, uh, the crowd is like fully like in Agraba. Like, if the camels are out, <laughs> they're gonna I know. Because I also <laughs> was like was wearing a tight, my tightest denim. I was wearing my tightest. I was like, hey, we're going to the improv. I'm gonna wear my tight denim. You know what I mean? I, I, and we <laughs> sit on stage. On and stools. the stools are so uncomfortable that because we are I'm okay. You know, X fat. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm yeah. a thick. I'm still a mid sized sedan. Yeah. I got some meat on me. I'm very yeah. muscular. I'm yeah. very heavy. Mm -hmm. Very top heavy. Sure, yeah. but I'm an athlete. Yeah. Okay, and I'm sitting on the world's wobbliest comedy stool oh, for thought... a good hour, thinking to myself, "Is this the day that I break a stool like Chris Farley? Yeah, and then I have to stand up." And like be a fat, funny bitch. I love that that went through your mind because that also went through my mind. I didn't think I was going to break the stool, but I thought because I was. It was rickety, right? Was, my stool was like. Well, you can. Mine was rickety, but I thought I was going to kick it out from under me. Yes. And just fall, fall. to the floor. So I had I in my head. I envisioned myself biting my tongue. Yeah. Seizing. Blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. Just being like, <laughs> it's part of the show. So I, I truly am like, you and me are both. We are thinking in our heads, we're in Sex in the City 3. Welcome to the Sahara. Camels are all out. Well, because this is the thing. We're doing the show. And <laughs> I notice, because now we've done we've done this live show for years. Yeah. I'm noticing at the Brea show, we're both fidgeting so, so much. much. We were, I was we getting keep, up. I was You walking. would stand up. She would like yank the denim down, sit back down. And I kept going like curtsy legs, yes. open legs, cross legs. Yeah. Like we're a fidgety too. And mm -hmm. I'm like... I know that I'm worried because of the Askadike yeah. that my camel's out. That's I love that we both were like And then in the road on the on the way home, you were like, I was worried yeah. that my camel was out. <laughs> and both of us were on stage for a good fifty minutes. Uncomfortable just like, praying to the Lord that no our, one can see. I've joined. Yeah, I thought that maybe like we were 
giving full sex in the city three (laughs) yes welcome to the sahara (laughs) desert bitch we're here oh my god i'm sorry that we started we started so graphic on this episode i'm so sorry you guys you don't deserve it for all the listeners i'm doing fine downstairs are you okay i was in shock and i thought maybe i'd have to be airlifted to the hospital that night but i am doing okay and now you're full underpants all the time I'm going full panties all the time because of the Askadike that we got live and because of the tightness of those jeans. Those Askadikes from mm-hmm. that show, usually the Askadikes that we get are like, I just came out. How do I meet women? Or yeah. they're like, do you think that I look gay enough? Mm-hmm. These Askadikes from this last live show wild. were buck wild. They were like, do you fuck? And why not, loser? And it was too it McKenzie. It was too McKenzie. Well, yeah. yeah. We were getting roasted out there. Roasted and toasted. You almost lost a limb. <laughs> Honestly, I love that live show. So please do come see us live because we have a really good we time. We have a good time and, and we're both going to burn those denims. Honestly, no. I'm going to wear those to every show. Okay, hot. I'm going to wear those every okay, time. Brave. <laughs> okay, brave. Okay, bold. I'll tell you one thing I am and it's brave. And if there's one thing I am. It's super brave. It's really worried about breaking stools and chairs and cutting off all and all time. Why are chairs? You know how like mm-hmm. chairs used to be big and sturdy, girthy, yeah. sturdy. Like yeah. chairs used to be like oak, yeah, wood. Yeah, now they're plywood. Maple. Okay, now they're plywood made or of staples. Made of staples. Mm-hmm. Plywood, great. Yeah strings have you seen like string, string woven string i'm like no no sometimes I'm, they're a plastic string too am i sitting on saran wrap is this your fetish to yeah, see my like probably. hamstring meat like coursing between your wicker i need sturdy chairs i want a full bottom i want a full bottom i don't want to get up and my thighs have a cross weave on them no no i mean no. i do like to see that that is my fetish but give me a real seat yeah or i'm gonna put most of my weight mm-hmm. in my crotch you know what we can and we did <laughs> and, we, and it was bad <laughs> and it was really we want to apologize to that whole crowd <laughs> well you know what let's just get into it let's just fucking welcome to two dykes and a mic i'm Mackenzie goodwin and i'm rachel scanlon we're so glad that you're here mm-hmm. come see us live if you want to see what we look like and check out the camel show <laughs> no you can find we us on call it the camel you can show find us on patreon and honestly that brings me to another thing mackenzie that brings me to another thing i personally <laughs> want to apologize because i've noticed a trend for our last few episodes we're getting milf heavy okay we are we're getting deep into milf town mm-hmm. and i know that like you and i are both who we are yeah and we are a tr- you can't help what who you're attracted to right but i know that this podcast is actually like a safe uplifting place for yeah. people we have a lot of dykes in training we have a lot of a lot of young listeners and like this is a very i want to have a we positive not, impact on the world we're I, not a milf we're podcast. not a milf podcast yeah. at all okay yeah. we're a gilf podcast no. is what the oh fuck it is God. that's Rachel. not even old enough if you're thinking young moms in their 30s you're wrong think older think gray hair think silver alert spotted okay, actually, wandering around phoenix <laughs> that is what i'm into Hi. a silver alert dude <laughs> yeah that's funny. a silver alert um spotted I, your nana outside of a facility getting banged by two dykes no yeah no mm-hmm. leah bleep that whole last part of that sentence that was graphic and unacceptable if she bleeps it it's gonna sound worse probably <laughs> they're gonna be like what, what did she say 
Silver alert, Rachel's flirting with your grandma outside of a Safeway. Yeah. In Surprise, Arizona. Yeah. You're good. But that's what it would be. That's what it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> I am starting to realize because like when I was younger and I was like, who are my crushes? They were all like middle-aged actresses, right? Yes. But now because we are getting older, those middle-aged actresses are now in gilf territory. Yeah, they are. They're all getting gray hair. They're all playing <sighs> grandmas now. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't have Rachel Weiss playing a grandma. Not. But in Hollywood, in Tinseltown. You who? Hi, you hit 45. You're a gilf. You're a gilf. Here's the thing. So yeah, it is a gilf Do you podcast. Know the, you know the movie franchise? Um, book club do i know the? <laughs> yeah i knew dude the second i brought it up i was like yeah my period like secrets of the pyramids yeah tv watching do you know that i do grandma <laughs> i do book club fanfic this is what i'm talking about yeah this is the real meat book club is when i would i earnestly list to you my top favorite movies yeah one we all know mm -hmm. shrek duh then we're quickly coming up with Bad Mom's Christmas. That's a horrible choice. That's, that's a, my second favorite movie of all time. That's not a good movie. Third favorite movie of all time. Silence of the Lambs. Fine. That's a great movie. Okay. Quickly coming up is Book Club. I'm going to be honest. Same. I think Book Club, I have no notes. You're giving me Sedona. You're giving me Santa Barbara. You're giving me a high-end hotel in Los Angeles rooftop Jane Fonda. Jane motherfucking Fonda. I'll tell you what. I think the guys are hot. Yes. Dilfs. Honestly. We uh, also gilfs. Also I'm, gilfs. Gilfs yeah. both sides. So like. Gilfs yes. are grandma and grandpas. Grandpa. I would like to fuck. And grand What is it? Andy Rodriguez? Yeah. Is it Andy Rodriguez? Is it Andy Rodriguez? Andy. It's Andy something. It's Andy something. I forget what his name is. And then the, uh, they're all the dudes and the women in the movie so hot across the board i'm loving it so fucking hot and we all know there's nothing sexier than people who read yeah and you I put them in a movie book club mm, the new one came out we have to go watch it you know i will you i have to i've been checking the imdb for book club 2 for so long trying to find out when it's dropping holy sh i knew the second it got greenlit it was right during covid well this is a book club movie fan podcast yes we'll change the name we'll change everything we'll change the whole branding for book club yeah yeah i'm excited i can't wait okay if you all haven't heard of the last episode our last episode just came out last week right and yeah it's a patreon only subscription only episode it is one of my favorite episodes we've ever done and i talk about getting my wedding dress oh my god so if you all want to hear a little bit more about us and our private lives you're gonna want to fly right on in there fly over to patreon or apple podcasts and subscribe to us uh spotify there's also a spotify uh like subscription that you can do subscribe check it out check it out that episode Here's iconic thing. those those extra episodes yeah we pull behind the curtain there was a lot in that episode that i pulled behind my curtain yeah and you're a you're a fully curtained bitch i am a fully curtained bitch especially on public episodes we get pull them back you really get to see what's going on there. I also have been really starting doing this thing where I, I shoot a Mio's energy mm -hmm. into water oh, okay. instead of coffee. Mm -hmm. And I come over here 
my eyebrows flying high. I'm Turned. like, my, yeah. my heart's racing. I'm like, right before we started podcasting, you slammed a Diet Coke. A DC Mini. And then what you did is slammed a, a, a shot of espresso mm-hmm. so quickly that I was like, your heart will explode. And it, it it's at, close. Right now, I'm like levitating off of this seat. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the energy we have yeah. on this podcast. Look at my fist. Yeah, no, I Look am at my scared. Fist. Hey, we're running hot today. We're running, we're running hot. hot. So we do have an ask a dike. Let's get into it. I have an ask a dike for you. So um, some backstory. I, in September, I broke up with my girlfriend of like four and a half years. Um, we were living together in Chicago, had a cat, whole thing. But then I had like a quarter life crisis, quit my corporate job moved to the desert, et cetera. We broke up super amicably, super lovingly, blah, blah, blah. Um, really good breakup as far as breakups go. But now, cut to four months later, and we are now two weeks out from going to see Adele together in Las Vegas with my mom and my sister. Um, you might be wondering, why the fuck are you doing that? Um, and the answer is, Adele, like, we scheduled the concerts from a year ago, and it was just too much um of i mean to be honest we just wanted to go and the tickets are in my ex's name so um yeah my question to you is how should i handle this um i am like super devastated about the breakup still but i just want to get to this weekend and um yeah i'm just really curious to hear your thoughts all right. Love you guys so much. You really helped me get through this breakup. Thank you. Bye. Wow. Okay. 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 Do you, wow. I want to know if the tickets are transferable because she said that they're in her ex's name. So I'm wondering if they can transfer the tickets to her name. If I were her, I would just be like, Hey, it's me and my mom. Like it's my family going. Can I buy that ticket off you? I think that's the best move. You I don't want to go with the ex. You, if you did land yeah. Adele tickets, yeah. there is a large chance that She's they like, don't want to, they want to go. Yeah. Because those are not, not easy to get. We no, tried to get We them. tried and we couldn't. So let's say, let's say that it's locked in. It's a done deal. You're it's, going. You're going. Yeah. You and your ex are going to go to Adele. You've been broken up now. But it was an amicable b- b- breakup. Yeah. I mean, excuse me. Hello. You okay, Am- babe? Huh? Amicable. There we yeah. go. Amicable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Four and a half years, by the way. Yeah. Also, like some sometimes that much time together might actually make it easier Agreed. to go to this concert. Yeah. You, it's not like it's a fireball mm-hmm. of a like love bombing, super messy. You yeah. can't ever see that person again. Four and a half years, you've probably like you really know each other's whole lives. Yeah. There's a world in which you could do this in a way that is respectful to you and Adele. I would say, though, if you go, because Adele is a lot of love songs, a lot of breakup songs. So right there, I'm like, (gasps) are you going to be able to enjoy the concert? Yes. Ask yourself that genuinely. Really think about listening to Adele perform someone like you with your ex of four and a half years. Are you able to to enjoy yourself? Right. That's what I'm saying is like, if you're not, then ask if you could buy the tickets out. But if you are and you can keep it platonic and like when you're there, don't. It's hard to keep it platonic at an Adele concert. I who speaking for myself yeah whoever i go to an adele concert with i will fall in love with that that's person. your life partner now that you sorry have been, 
Sorry. Mike, it's you and Mike now. It's you. Yeah. And you guys are life partners. Yes. Sorry, not your roommate, Mike. R- right. Just another guy. Any person yeah. that you go with, you're going to emotionally connect with. Yeah. Just be careful because being around an artist like that is mm-hmm. going to open up some vessels in your heart. And it could very well make you, you're like singing with Adele. You're in this beautiful place. Never mind, I'll find. And yeah. you, you might look over at your ex and all of a sudden you see like a heart halo around them and you're like, oh Uh-oh. my God. Yeah. It's so, always been you. So be careful. You might fall back in love with your ex I because s- of the the environment. You have to ask yourself, do you want to fall back in love with your right. ex? Do you want your ex to fall back in love with you? Ask yourself these questions. I would say the probability of you having sex with your ex again that Hi. night is like almost 100%. Yeah. You're almost at a 100. Even like, have you ever had sex with an ex? Yeah. Even not at an Adele concert. Right. Amical breakup, four and a half years. Did I just say it wrong? Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're not going to get through that word. And there's hey, no way we're going to get through that word. We're too hot. Hey, sorry. We're not going to say that right. And that's just who we are. And if you can't accept that, yeah. then move on. Like, it was a fine breakup. Mm-hmm. Look at me just avoiding the word. Yeah. <laughs> it's a chill breakup. <laughs> Super chill. You guys are both like, dope. Dope about it. <laughs> like, the chill. I even like, in very unsexy mm. scenarios. Do you remember one time you and I were hosting the open mic? Yeah. And my ex that I lived with showed up. Mm-hmm. I, very unromantic setting, open mic. We had yeah. sex that night for like no reason. And that, so that's what I'm saying is you're going into a scenario that is overly romantic, overly very, heartbreaking. It's really and iconic. You're not going to see Adele that often in your life. So I'm like, if you also have another partner, like let's say you're starting to date again, that's also something hard to be like, hey, babe, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Adele with my ex of four years. Yeah. So if you do have a new partner, that's something that you're going to have to talk to them about. That's why to me, I'm like, buy it's, the ticket out. Sorry, <laughs> buy the ticket out. And I'm like, go. I'm like, you're go. You're like, go fuck your ex. If you're comfortable with it, because yeah. sometimes like, but we're on the same page of when, if you if go you, with your ex, you're very, very likely to have sex with your ex again. I agree. Even though, even though you're going to be there with your mom, whose mom is going, I think the, the writer's the, mom, the, the, yeah. Caller in ours. Careful. Your ex might fall in love with your mom. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Something horrible is going to happen <laughs> that night. Or like, I would just, if it were me once again, I'm a problem. Yeah. If it were me. Mm-hmm. I would go in fully knowing that for one night it's going to feel like we're in love again and we're going to have sex again and it's going to be really fun. And then the next day we're going to go back to being a breakup because I'm going to lean into the experience of like, this is Adele. Yeah. This is a one night opportunity where you can feel all your feelings. You can cry with your ex. I'm like, this is cathartic. Like Mm -hmm. there were some exes that I would love to go to an Adele concert with, cry it out, be like, what the hell did we do to each other? Yes. Look over. Mm -hmm. Right. And then bang it out and then be like, what the fuck was that? In the seats. Yeah. Sticky shoes and Mm -hmm. all. So you're that I'm going to say from my perspective, because I'm like deeply unproblematic. Yeah. Very cool. About and you. like really like I will cut something off and never go back. You're boundaried. I have a lot of boundaries. So I'm like, I personally would say if you don't want to go backwards and you want to keep moving your life forwards. <laughs> I know. Could you believe it? So responsible. Buy the ticket out. Take somebody else. Take a friend or take a new crush. Like that's such a. I think that's a really cool move to be like, do you want to go to an Adele concert? That is hot. Yeah, that's hot. Well, or this is what could solve it. Huh. 
it's our caller. Yeah. Then the mom, then the ex. You use your mom as a sex barrier. Hello. I hate this Hello. idea. I'll tell you right now. A I sex barrier. Ever heard of it? But then once again, you got to be careful because your ex might fall in love with your mom. There's only one right answer and we all know what it is. Bang it out that one no. night. Oh God. All right. Wait. I would like this person to let us know what they end up doing. Don't you have any exes that you were, you're like, no, it was an amicable, amicable, minicle. It was chill. It was a chill, chill vibe breakup. breakup. Mm-hmm. And they're like, don't you have some exes that you would want not one to sit through not one in a Dell concert with and, no. and just let it all hang out quite literally not one. Here's why I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. I'm realizing in real time. Am I a huge fat issue? Mm-hmm. There are almost all of my exes. I am fully blocked from. Yeah. They don't exist to me anymore. And for the longest time I was like, they're just not on social media. And then about a week ago I was like, oh no, I'm fucking blocked. Obviously. I mean, all of them. Ray. All of them. All your exes have had to block you. What is that? Me- that can't be a good sign. So am I an is, issue? We are the exact opposite on the spectrum. All I'm of an my issue. exes and I follow each other are still good friends but i like once you can't ray do you ever do you ever wonder why i'm so open on this podcast yeah it's because they don't exist on the internet anymore yeah because i'm blocked they're all there and they're probably watching and listening no (gasps) or they don't want to see it yeah so we are i i think a listener listening to this podcast right now can be like all right if i want to go down rachel's route it's so very obviously (laughs) the wrong route or it's the route that gets you blocked by exes. <laughs> and honestly, it's a very free place to be. And if you want to go down my route, you're going to be living amicably with all your exes and there's no sexual tension and there's no regrets. <laughs> you just said boring. Boring. Okay. Probably. But Probably. hey, you at least you get two perspectives here. That's what I'm saying. My Mine might be the more boring route but it is the, um, I'm at peace. <laughs> and I, tumultuous. Hmm. How do I put this? And I'm, I'm super blocked by everyone I've ever had sex with. I am super, super blocked. blocked. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you for your call. If you haven't asked a dyke, please leave us a voicemail at the number in the description or on your screen right now, or you can email us at two dykes and a mic at gmail.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Rachel, we also have a Bumble, right? Yes, we do. <clears throat> Are you going to read it? A bumble fumble in London. <gasps> ah, 
Hello, hello, hello. <clears throat> I want to say it is my dream to perform in the UK as Two Dykes and a Mic. I know you don't want to go. I really, really want to go. You know what happened to me last time I was in the UK? Yeah, some bad stuff happened. You lost your mind. I relapsed. Mm-hmm. And I came back stuck in an accent yeah for a, a good chunk of time yeah and then i haven't stopped running since yeah so so maybe mm-hmm. in the long maybe run, we don't go to the uk to the uk because <laughs> guess what you not okay you just pointed to you i'm not okay <laughs> hello lesbians i've recently found your podcast and absolutely love every single episode that i've listened to so far okay I thought I'd share my own awkward first date experience with my girlfriend who I met on her. <gasps> her. You know my her material? I love your her material. Come to the show if you want to see Rachel's her material. material. We first started talking pre-COVID on her and we're chatting for a few weeks before we decided that we should meet up. Since we're long distance, we decided to meet somewhere neutral for both of us for a weekend to see if there, the virtual chemistry translated in person. Fucking lesbians. Classic. Love virtual chemistry. Long distance turning into, is this real? <laughs> I love not being sick. Don't I sound good? You sound great. We decided that. I was just going to say we did like an episode a couple days ago where we were on the green background. We were like, let's try something new. And then you were ill. And then we swapped sides. That might have been one of our worst episodes of all time. I'm so sorry about that episode. If you see an episode and things are green. I was so so sick. I was like, let's switch it up a bit. Dude, dumb. Don't, Don't ever switch it up. I can't listen to you. I thought I was talking to somebody like when we swapped sides. I didn't. I've never seen that I've side of your seen face. That side of your face, and I was like, "That's not my best friend." I literally was like, That's "I don't an know." Alien who wearing this- the skin <laughs> of Rachel Scanlon. I literally was like, "Who is this bitch that looks like an ugly version of my friend?" So that's my bad side. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it wasn't. It was good not one. good. <laughs> okay, sorry. We're we're back in London. You all right? Okay, I am not all right. I was not all right. <clears throat> we decided to meet up mm-hmm. that okay we decided that london was an easy enough place for both of us to meet up we both live in the uk we booked our weekend in typical lesbian fashion love this was the best but also most awkward weekend for both of us we met up at a predetermined bar slash restaurant on friday both absolutely wrecked with nerves also i have a, ca- a caveat that this that I had recently just had an eye surgery and was on antibiotics. She sounds like me. Steroids. Oh my God. <laughs> my soul sister. Yeah. You're I'm, a Ken's babe. I'm always just on antibiotics having eye surgery. Eye issues. <laughs> Mackenzie's always just like, I'm on a new steroid eye drop. Like classic. Yeah. I was just in the kitchen being like, hey, my eye won't stop fucking twitching. Yeah, she's got eye issues. It's very sexy. <laughs> it's Hey, it's really awesome. Everyone loves Loves it it. okay um okay so i just had eye surgery i was on antibiotics and i had previously discovered that mixing copious amounts of alcohol with these eye drops result in horrific consequences she's she's like just a caveat here so i couldn't really take the edge off of my nerves with too much alcohol got it okay i digress we meet at a bar and instantly my nerves go through the roof i had arrived there first so i grabbed a table that i thought was free and we sit chatting with uh, chatting for some time while the bar got busier and busier. There were so many awkward silences. Neither of us really knew what to say because we had gotten all the typical first date chat out over messages weeks before. Mm-hmm. 
Eventually, she goes to the bathroom and I go to grab us more drinks when a large group of people sit down at our table. I then realized that the table I grabbed for us was for was reserved for that group of people. Oh, so then we had to move our stuff over to the bar. We soon decide to go somewhere else for dinner and leave. We had a nice dinner, but and get more a bit more conversation out and then finally find another bar after dinner where the conversation and vibes really start to flow. So three locations. Three locations before they're comfortable. Can I be honest? That's great. Uh, moving locations is always good on a first date because it, it makes you like switch up your, you're not stuck stagnant yeah. in one place. I honestly am very much here for like, I know it sounds hipty dipty and mm. I know that we live in LA, yeah. but if you sit down at a place with somebody and you're like, hey, the vibes are off, let's go one door over. Yeah. Every time I'm like, Yep. Great. Let's I go. 100% agree. It's all vibes first date. For sure. You have to have a dimly lit yep. bar, wine bar, restaurant. Yes. You want it to have a couple people, but not like overly packed, but not dead. If you can't get a table where you're sitting across from yeah. each other, bye. Agreed. Get out of there. Agreed. Always. Okay. By this time, it's fairly late and we decided finally to go to the hotel. There was so much sexual tension and awkwardness and flirting. I didn't know what was going to happen. We got to the room and ended up sitting on a double bed watching this god-awful TV film that was on TV. American Sniper? Probably. Just being awkward gays who are clearly into each other, but neither of us making the first move. That's called a Ken's. Mm -hmm. She starts to invade my side of the bed and is practically on top of me. And for whatever reason, I just can't bring myself to make a move. Kiss her. The entire time being mindful that we only have the weekend, two nights together to see if we have physical chemistry. Eventually, she takes my inability to move as a sign that I'm not interested and turns over and goes to sleep. She even comments about how cold it is. And instead of moving in to cuddle, I just get up and turn the heating on in the room with you. Even I would have known that. You should be arrested. Yeah, that's bad. You should be thrown in the UK jail. I mean, this is quite literally, have you ever seen the movie Just Friends? Yes. When she does that. Of course I have. That movie's so good. I love that movie. Jamie Palomino. Jamie motherfucking <laughs> Palomino. <laughs> but I just can't. Oh, my God. No, this, this is, is. And I'm bad. I want you to know. I'm bad. I will not. I'll be Mrs. Not Make a Move. Yeah. Big time Mrs. Not not even go in for a kiss when someone's like this. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know. Are, would you are, like a high five? Are you into me? Yeah. So this is tough. You're in a hotel together. You went to three places. Y'all are. You better blame this on your eye drops, bitch. Mm-hmm. This is bad. Oh, so it gets. I'm guessing way worse. We eventually fall asleep and nothing happens. We both lay there the next day until nearly 1 p.m. Excuse me, you're not getting up to run or go get her coffee. Go get her mm-hmm. coffee. Literally, like, how do you just wake up next to someone you've only met in just once in normal way? Okay, fair. Well, it would have been easier if you guys had fucked. Yeah. Anyways, we decide to make the most of the day and we head out with no real plans. We end up at a botanical garden. Gay. Very gay. And then re- and then we had a really good time vibing and being flirty. Then we grabbed dinner at this nice Thai restaurant. The problem is, though, with dinner is that our table was squished between a lar- large group of cackling middle-aged women and a very intimate, well-established couple. You know what they're, they're cackling at? You two, not fucking the night before. True. Everyone was like, look at those virgins. Yeah. <laughs> 
Then us in the middle on a second date, essentially. So even though we had a really lovely day together, awkwardness mm-hmm. still ensued. We barely spoke the entire meal. Again, I can't really drink too much out of fear of my eye drops. And then I think sh- she is avoiding drinking to avoid being the only one drinking. Eventually, we're in the middle of eating. I order pad thai. The portion size was massive. I was making my way through this food and I was getting really full. I looked down at my bowl, realizing it looks like I barely even made a dent in it. Now, I'm the type of person who likes to finish everything on their plate. (laughs) No. And you want to have sex with this person later. And you're like, I better finish this pad thai. I fucking love this. Like, what is happening here? I'm so invested, dude. I'm so invested. Like, every decision's the wrong decision. Like, do you think she's going to chug the pad thai? And and then they're going to be too full. Okay. Here we go. This is bad. So I went. Okay. So the thought of uh, trying to finish the pad thai when I was so full was overwhelming. And without thinking, I just put my hands. I just put my head in my hands and sort of sighed. What is going on? I'm going to get it to go. So she's getting to go. (laughs) Wait, this is. (laughs) Mackenzie, this is like, this is so funny because I feel like this was you when you were younger. You're like in a way, but honestly, I wasn't even this bad when to I was be younger. to look down at food and be like, oh no! Imagine we're on a date and I just go <laughs> head in hands, defeated. Like it's just too much pad thai. This is hysterical. This might be my favorite bumble. bumble this is of hysterical. All time. Now, mind you, we've barely spoken this whole meal, and now suddenly I've got my head in my hands. <laughs> She thought she fucked the date up and that she'd done something wrong. And I went and went to the bathroom to message her friends for help. I had to try and explain that I was just sighing at my food, but also who even does that? Yeah. This yeah. Is fucking insane. <laughs> we decided to go to the bar with some pool tables after the meal and try to rekindle the vibes that we had had before dinner. And <laughs> you put your hands in your Okay. We were having a great time. Again, it gets really late and we were having a great time at, at pool. So we decided to head back to our hotel. You'd think that I'd learn from light, night one what to do. But no, we get back and the same scene unfolds where we awkwardly sit on the bed watching a shitty film on TV where she slowly invades my space. My nerves were getting a, the better of me. Finally, she starts a pillow fight with me and that's when it turns into a kiss and then more. Finally, it was such an amazing night. Oh my a pillow fight. God. Okay. The next day we had a chill day wandering around the city, people watching wait, and chatting. Wait, did they just wait, pause. Did they just kiss? It says kissing and then more. Making out. Wait, there has to be more than that. Strong kissing. <laughs> Heavy petting. <laughs> Heavy petting. <laughs> Heavy petting. <laughs> wait, they must have like they must have digged. Digged? <laughs> Don't say digged. You can't say digged on this podcast. <laughs> hey. They must have digged, right? Probably. The one, I'm, two, or maybe the two, three. It depends They're on digging. how old you are. I heard that. Never mind. No, what'd you hear? The middle two are for younger girls. Really? These two are for like women born in the 80s, 90s. <laughs> and today's. And today's. The Gen Z. If you're, okay, if, if you're, you're a millennial. <laughs> I love seeing you get into a joke. <laughs> Your eyes light up. I got it. Like, I got, got it. I got it. You teed me up? Yeah. If you're a millennial, it's one, two. If you're a Gen Z, it's two, three. Yeah. Am I wrong or am I right? No, you are right. That's absolutely correct. And you heard it here first. And if you are earlier, it's the whole. Three, four. One through five. Imagine. <laughs> these. Imagine and if you're this. from the UK, 
it's a polite pinky. Okay, can I pause this bumble fumble if we're here really quickly? Yeah. Everyone's talking about Taylor Swift's nails being cut. Yeah. And she's doing the one two. Yeah. That's what I said. If Which is how you know she's with Carly Kloss. If you're from the 80s, 90s, you're doing a one two. Mm-hmm. If you're from the 2000s and later, it's the middle two. And if you're from the UK at any point, it is just, just the pinky. pinky. I also, I we wish this was a private episode because I have some intimate like goss to tell you. So many of my friends are fucking women for the first time. Yeah. And they're asking for pretty graphic advice. And I'm we'll giving do it. it. On, we'll do it on the next We'll have episode. to do it on the next private episode because yeah. people are not knowing how to dig like they used to. I think the dig art is being lost because of, of mouths. Yeah. It'd you got to still dig. Let's get back to the bumble because it's getting too dig heavy. Yeah. It ha- we have to do this on a private. Should this be called a dig? No. No. This is the dig episode. Th- whoever wrote in is like, please go back to the end of this. I'm... um really loving this bumble okay me let's too. get back let's yeah get back. it's almost there's only one paragraph left okay okay so they started to kiss and then more okay we're assuming so this is the third night second because there were only two this oh. is the last night and the second night oh, okay finally it was such an amazing night the next day we have a chill day wandering on the city people watching and chatting finally it comes to our our goodbyes at the train station and even though we have already kissed and banged i told you okay i said should we hug that that is me. This is very me. This, this is, is giving this Kenzie. Is you. This is British Mackenzie. Yeah. An awkward hug and goodbye ensues as we part ways. Mm-hmm. Why am I like this? Mm-hmm. Turns out COVID and the lockdowns were weeks away from this point. So we didn't even realize it, that it would be five months before we'd ever see each other again in person. Whoa. I regretted not kissing her goodbye the entire five months. Yeah. Despite all this awkwardness, it worked out because we're still together and going on two and a half years. Stay gay, XOXO, the most awkward lesbian of all time. And you know what? Whoa. I'm going to agree. We will give you that title from Two Dykes and a Mic. That is the... That's Two Dykes certified the most awkward lesbian of all time. Yeah. Congratulations because we have been getting some doozies and you take the cake, you beautiful UK awkward lesbian certified winner of all... Because I'm bad and I was never that bad. To imagine the head and the hands over pad tie. That's, I think, where we got the worst. That's where you hit your bottom. And I'm going to say yeah. it did feel like you couldn't go anywhere. So I'm really glad that you bagged her. Imagine not banging until the second day. That's and fine. Then, That's fine. Okay. Also, That's because you know crazy. what I was thinking the whole time? Huh. Other than how much I love this person. Yeah. Like her charm and endearingness. Yeah. Comes through the email. Yes. I'm like, this person is a real, like, I love these like hard to get to know these people that like need to burn for you before they fuck. The right. people that are like, hey, I need to like know you more. I need to be wooed. I need to be comfortable before I'm going to let you invade my space. No, no, no. I don't think that that's what this person was. I think that this person was just un- so awkward. It's just so awkward because the person was giving them the green light and it's not like they were like the listener was like, oh, I can't tell or I need to know you more. They were like, I'm too paralyzed. Nervous. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I thought it was all very endearing. I'm also like a little older and I'm like, this is so sweet to me that this feels so young that I'm like young gay love to me is like, it's so cute. So cute. And like, you're the most, so endearing is the word that's coming up for me. Really endearing this person. And I'm like, imagine 
you have sex with somebody Mm -hmm. and then the next day when you're saying goodbye Mm -hmm. you get a you don't kiss you fuck you're you fuck i'm gonna be honest i've been there i've been this mckenzie yeah how it's just growing up awkward that's just childhood trauma right there now what you're looking at right there yeah that's childhood trauma i've slept with people and been like i don't know if they like me what yeah because it's like Mackenzie. i've had people say to me i don't like you and my brain's like i bet they love me." me yeah i i'm like this person i need like so many green lights and then somebody behind me honking being like it's fucking green go for me to be like i better I better get out of park. I better uh, give her a nice handshake. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. So I've been there, but I love this person. This was such a good bumble. And what a great, ha- great bumble. Yeah. That you blew so many opportunities. So, so many, many green lights that you stopped at. Complete halt. Yeah. That you still. You got out of the car. You got out of the car. You left. You did a fire drill. <laughs> that you. And then that was like, I regretted not kissing her for five months. And now they're still together. It's so this cute. is a great Bumble Fumble. It's so cute. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. We are so happy for you guys. We appreciate the Bumble Fumble. I'm in love with you. I'll tell you that right now. Truly. It's a green light right here. Don't worry. She won't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We appreciate you all. If you have a Bumble Fumble, you can email us at two dykes and a mic at gmail.com Com. forward slash hot backslash pad tie forward slash five months. Honestly, great. Yeah. Um, I want to quickly talk about, have you seen the movie Wakanda forever? I haven't. Okay. It is a Marvel movie. I, and you know, I'm not a Marvel. You're not a Marvel head, but I figured because it's starring Angela Bassett. That is who was the one I would watch. Sugar Gilf. Yeah. Um, I figured you would have watched it. She is so fucking good in it. And has now been nominated for an Academy Award because of it. That's so cool. There was a she's moment. She's so hot. She's so fucking hot. Okay, but this movie I watched because of Angela Bassett. Yeah, truly, of course. Because I'm just like. We're bass heads. I'm a bass. <laughs> what you do to We're me. We're basset hounds. Basset hounds. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> we love Angela Bassett. Yeah. Um, so I am like really enamored with her. So I was like, I'm going to watch this. And I How popped it on. It? it is a really good movie. Great. It's. There are some parts that are goofy that I'm like, oh, I'm not here for this part. But it turned out to be so queer. No, they don't explicitly say it. But there is some moments where I was like, oh, they're introducing two gay characters now. So I I just want to say, if you haven't seen it and you don't want spoilers, turn the podcast off now. Unsubscribe. Because I'm going to spoil. I'm going to spoil who the new Black Panther is and all of this. Okay. So turn it off. I'm going to give them a second. Are you still here? They're not. They turned it off. Okay. So the new Black Panther is T'Challa's sister. Who I think she is. She feels gay to me. I think she is in real life because she was um, caught grinding with Kehlani at a nightclub. That's right. Do you remember that? Yes. I remember okay. that hot. So she became the new Black Panther. And in it, there is like a girl, a young um, student from the U.S., I believe. Maybe there, maybe it's not the U.S. Don't quote me on that. Okay. There's a young student, a girl, who's like super, super, super smart. And they like take her back to Wakanda. And then there's like chemistry between the two of them. They're vibing. They're vibing. Then at the end, I was like, maybe I was like, oh, I'm gay. And maybe I'm like just. Sometimes we project. We project, right? And also like the actress might be queer. So I was like, maybe, maybe I'm just she's... picking up vibes, right? But at the end, the student that they take home straight up asks her out to dinner and is like, let's go out. 
So I think they're setting up the Black Panther to, to be, be gay. gay. I really that do. That would be huge. I know. I was like, this is one of the gay. It was one of the queerest besides Black Widow, which was like Rachel Vice, all of them. Who is Captain America? Wasn't that? Wasn't she gay? Captain Marvel is Brie Larson. And she's just well, she's feels just, gay? She just feels gay. I think she just in person wants to be gay. Wasn't Gal Gadot seemingly gay with Kristen That Was um, Was that me? That's, was I no, no, no. Portray- that's Wonder Woman and that's DC. That's not Marvel. See, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand when these ones are doing their thing. Well, some of them, they do like the Wonder Woman with Gal Gadot was very much like, I think they were queer baiting. Ah. Because that neither of those characters are gay. Right. Or we're asking each other out, but in Wakanda forever. It's feeling. Feeling very gay. And like she explicitly said, do you want to go out with me? Or do you want to go out to dinner? And like there was a vibe. I need you to watch it because there is a vibe. I I don't think I'm reading into this. I think like they're setting up Black Panther to be a lesbian. Do you think they would actually let? I don't know. I feel like right now too, we're at a time where. Everything's getting gayer. They're letting, they will like make things explicitly for like the queer community to hold on to, yeah. but they don't actually really follow through with like mm-hmm. storylines or like no, actual they're, they're queerness. They're dropping little breadcrumbs for us. When they're like, we know. Yeah. But who? But this feels like there might actually be some. It feels like it. I mean, Marvel, we really don't have very many gay characters. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do like Marvel, although they're getting kind of bad. Which um, one is Batman? That's DC. I like that. Yeah. I'm a DC head. You're a DC head. Because I'm of, of Marvel. Poison Ivy. Yeah. Okay. Well, that um, Poison Ivy is pretty gay. Yeah. Yeah. Poison um, Ivy is pretty gay. Yeah. I don't know if you had sex with any bisexual between the years of 2006 and last week. Yeah. They're giving poison ivy. They are. They're always giving poison ivy. Can we just talk about how also Margot Robbie has been trying to make all of her characters gay for yes. like ever? Yes. What is she doing? I don't know. I told you. I've well, told Margot my Margot Robbie story. Gotta be. Tell me. I've already told it, haven't I? On the podcast. I was at a show, a gay comedy show. And I came in, sat down. The, o- the theater was packed. It was sold out. And halfway through the opening, Margot Robbie came in and sat right down next to me. Hi. So I, the whole time, was... Frozen. Frozen. Frozen clean. Elsa. Like, You're yeah. full on Elsa. Yes, I was. And this was like in the beginning of her just becoming like really, really big. And I was like, oh my... Like this was right before I, Tanya. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, Margot Robbie's right next to me. Yada, yada, whatever. Did you... Piss. Yeah. Um, and so then, <laughs> and then whatever, the show happens, we leave, we get in a car and we're outside about to pull away. Margot Robbie gets in the back of our car in the, just opens up the, the wrong car. She got in the wrong car. She thought it was like her driver or her Uber or something. And she, and I think a, a man that she was with got in the back of our car, closed the door. My heart stopped because I'm like, Margot Robbie's in the back of my car. She's sitting right behind me. Do we drive away? Do we steal Margot Robbie? It's very tempting. It was very tempting. Very tempting. But I had to turn around and say, hey, ma'am. <laughs> That's my hey. wrong car. Excuse me, Margot Robbie. <laughs> There's something happening. Very, and we were talking about this before we started recording. Yeah. That like it's, the, things are very queer right now in yeah. a way that has never been this like much before yeah like Black Panther dropping these like potential strings to pull on gay storylines yeah. watching the 
the Grammys, watching the Super Bowl, or all now actors art. wanting their characters to be queer, like asking for their asking. characters to be queer. Right. Everything seems to be like there's a tornado of queerness coming down. Yes. And it's not even just like, because remember, it started when it was like, you know, they keep putting queer people on the WB. Yeah. Like, I mean, like everything being made, I mean, art has always been queer. Art's always been queer. It's just now we can say that we're gay. Yeah. Like yeah. it feels like if you're when an artist, a volcano you're gay. meets a Stop. tornado. You better not it do Eminem. feels like. You better not do Eminem in here. You better shut the hell up. All I know is I love you too much to walk away up. Okay. Here's the thing. It, that's why they call it a window pane. That's actually, I knew I'd get you, bitch. <laughs> and that's why they call it window pane. This is like, it is a very, mm. everything being made. And I'm not just because we do this podcast. Yeah. I mean, like when I'm out living my normal life. Yes. Everything right now is like super charged with this like queer energy. And it's a very fucking cool time to be alive. I agree. But I feel I, very grateful that we're gay. I do too. And, but I think it's because the generation below us and a cut, like the two generations below us mm -hmm. are exclusively queer. They're all. Yeah. They're all doing this. They're all doing this. I I just did a show for all 19 year olds. Yeah. They're all queer That's in a I'm way saying. that is like very cool. It's also different than like how it's a different yeah. type of gayness and it's well, because fucking there's awesome. Not, there's no shame. Yeah. It's very cool. Like you and I came up in a time where it was like so deeply shameful. We're still working through that. Babe. Yeah. Yeah. That's why this is a guilt podcast because there's of the shame yeah. that was pushed upon us. And now we're just yeah. like guilty freaks yeah yeah because of the shame and guilty the pee trauma freaks. we're guilty freaks because of all the shame oh that was God. put on us this episode because i came out during the bush administration and yeah. now we've got a gay black panther it's really come full circle it is i think this is amazing me too that's been it this this week is it yeah we're, we gotta wrap this up it's just gonna get weirder check out our live shows come see us thank you for being here rate and review the podcast we're in love with quite literally all of you we literally are and if you were watching this and you could see your camel. My camel. I'm so sorry. You always sit spread eagle. Why? You see me polite. I don't know how to, to the do side. That. I sit side saddle. Hold on. Let me pull down these spikers. Spikers. This? Yeah. You have to sit side saddle because you don't want them to get a crotch shot. Actually, you do. Rate and review, bitch. I've got a great pair of pants for you then. <laughs> I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. I'm Rachel Scanlon. Go do something gay today. Bye-bye. We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin. Rachel Scanlon. Worldwide Dykes for Life.